Hey, I'm Bex, and this is Fun Kids Meet, the podcast where we meet your heroes. This week, I'm here with A.M. Howell to chat all about her brand new book, Mysteries at Sea, Peril on the Atlantic. Now, there are so many historic details that went into this book, and Anne-Marie is here to talk all about them. So I'm joined right now by the author A.M. Howell. Hello, how are you doing? Hello. Hi, Bex. How are you? I'm lovely to be here. How are you? Yeah, good. It's been a while since we spoke to you. It's been a little time, hasn't it? It certainly has. Yeah, quite a few years, I think. I think it has. But you've returned with a great new book. So uh, so it's all good. We've got Mysteries at Sea, Peril on the Atlantic. And uh, it's a real page turner, this one, isn't it? Oh, it is a little bit different to what I've written before, actually, I think, this one. Not set in Suffolk. The first one, not set in Suffolk. And yeah, a really big mystery with lots going on. It is, uh, a, I was going to say, on the, well, it is the ocean blue, basically. Uh, you've got the Queen Mary. Now, tell us a little bit about the ship, the Queen Mary. Yeah, so the Queen Mary is a real ship that used to sail between Southampton and New York. And she was launched in the 1930s and she was a really glamorous ocean liner. Loads of celebrities of the day travelled on her, lots of movie stars. And it was a really sort of inventive ship in that there were all sorts of things on board, like dog kennels, you could take your dogs with you on board, your car even. And some people took so much luggage, you could take like over 100 pieces of luggage if you wanted to, and they'd just store it on board the ship. So so much to learn about this amazing liner. Yeah, I did. When I was reading the book, there was a bit where there was a lamppost in it because uh, one of the kings thought a dog might be more at home with a lamppost. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So the King of England, he loved his dogs and he travelled on board and he thought he wanted his dog to be really comfortable in the dog kennels. And so he had a little lamppost in store. So when they went about their daily business, they felt at home. <laughs> I love that fact. Also, uh, am I right in the book, uh, Fred Astaire is on board as well. Yeah, so lots of celebrities travelled on board, as I said. And Fred Astaire, he really did travel on the Queen Mary and he tap danced on the railings, can you believe? I'm not sure whether it was the railings overlooking the sea or whether it was a slightly safer location. I I hope hope it was. Yes, but there was a little cameo from him in the book as well. There is. So yeah, the Queen Mary uh, was a real ship. The whole point of it was it was a big, beautiful liner. And of course, a lot of our listeners might have heard of the Titanic, which um, was a similar vibe, but uh, but, but many years before, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So Titanic was uh, a few years before that. And there is actually a reference to it. So one of the stewardesses in my story knows a friend who worked on the Titanic and survived the sinking and she talks about this lady. And it was a real lady actually uh, called Violet Jessup who lived in Suffolk and she actually rescued a baby from the Titanic and she ended up on the Carpathia, which was the ship that actually came to save the passengers after they were all in the lifeboats. And she had this little baby and she got on board the Carpathia and the mother of the baby came along and said, oh, there's my baby. And didn't even say thank you, just took the baby and walked off, which I think is a really shocking story, but a sign of the times maybe. That is, yeah, that's an incredible story. Now, so you've got the Queen Mary, but more importantly, I guess you've got Alice, your main character. Tell us about her. How does she end up on the ship? So Alice ends up on the ship because her father, uh, Captain Townsend, he's the second in command on the Queen Mary. So Alice is normally at boarding school, as very sadly her mother passed away. She lives with her aunt during the school holidays, but her aunt's taken sick. So she has to go on board the Queen Mary and she's always wanted to go to sea. But her father's been very cagey about taking her on board the ships he works on. And she can't understand why. So she's thrilled for this opportunity. So she's always wanted an adventure. And when she gets on board, her dad says, sorry, Alice, you've got to stay in the cabin for the cruise. I don't want you wandering the ship. And of course, a 12-year-old girl is never going to do what their father says. And so she's straight off on an adventure and going on a little tour of the ship. And as she does, she comes across a shocking attack on a cabin steward in the first class swimming pool. 
And she then decides that she has to solve the crime. So her voyage, her four-day voyage, is really turned upside down. She's got to sneak about the ship and she's not supposed to be out of the cabin and also solve this terrible crime. I mean, I have to say, when I read the book and the description of what else was on board the ship, like either the shopping area and the swimming pool and the promenade, I was like, of course she's going to have to go and check all that. Can you imagine your dad saying to you, no, you can't, all of these amazing things are above you and below you, but you can't go and see any of them. You must stay the cabin. Exactly, yes, of course. That was really fun to write, actually, about you know Alice exploring the ship and trying to keep out of the way of her dad and yeah yeah I mean who would stay in the cabin nobody I'm sure oh not at all and so yeah it it becomes a bit of a mystery and she makes a few friends along the way with people on board the ship as well right she does so she meets a boy called Sonny um, who's traveling on board with his governess and a girl called Miriam who is actually a Jewish girl she's escaping the atrocities happening in Germany at the time the second world war hadn't started but Jewish families were being very badly affected by the German chancellor Hitler's new rules that were brought in Um, So a lot of people were actually escaping to try and get work overseas and emigrate to America. And there's also a bellboy on board who they make friends with as well, Charlie. So there's a bit of a a quad thing going on there. They become really good friends and they try and solve the mystery together. Is it weird writing a mystery? Did you plan it very much in advance? Did you know the ending but not the beginning? Like, How does it work for you? Do you know what? This is the first book that I planned out really, really carefully. I think because I knew it was going to be a series, I really wanted to be very clear on the characters and how the series was going to play out. So I did a really detailed scene plan for this book and then agreed it with my publisher. So I found when I was starting, I felt really confident that I knew where I was going. But having said that, when I started writing, I started veering off in all these really different directions, introducing new characters. But I thought, I think that's just what writing's about, really, sort of finding your way and having a bit of fun during the process. Yeah, I bet. Was there a character in particular that you enjoyed writing? I really enjoyed writing uh, this character called the Baroness, who is traveling on board the Queen Mary with her twittering canaries in cages. And this is based on a real character who did used to sort of travel on ocean liners with her sort of lots and lots of canaries in cages. And um, she reveals something to Alice that makes her question her own past because there were two sort of parallel stories going on. Alice discovers that her father is up to some mysterious things by visiting the ship's hold. And there's a story around a silk glove that belonged to her mother. And she starts to sort of find out things about her past that are quite curious and secretive while solving the mystery of who attacked the cabin steward as well. So the Baroness is kind of a pivotal moment, really. It was a really atmospheric scene to write as she meets Alice on board on a really foggy day. So the ship is steaming through the fog. Its whistle is sounding to alert other ships that they're in the sea. And then the Baroness reveals something very secretive. There's a bit of a turning point in the story. Oh, what a tease. I love it. I love it so much. Did you have to do lots of research then for this book? I did. I really did. So um, I travelled a lot on ships when I was young for my dad's job. Um, He used to do sabbaticals abroad and he'd always loved to travel by sea. He was pretty obsessed by the sea and ships. He would do paintings of them and read lots of books about them. So we had lots of books in my parents' house all about ships. So I raided their sort of ship library initially and did a lot of reading up and learned a lot about the Queen Mary. Um, And also then my dad, he also gave me a DVD of the Queen Mary sort of real footage of the ship when it was sailing, which was really, really helpful. And then I dug deep into sort of newspaper archives and read lots of reports on what it was like to travel on her. So the research was a really, really fun element of this book, I think. Oh, I bet. I mean, even reading the book made me want to go and go on a cruise, basically, or go and see the Queen Mary. Um, and you said it's a series, right? It is, yeah. So the second book in the series is called The Royal Jewel Plot. And that's coming out uh, next April. And Alice is back to solve another mystery, this time cruising the beautiful Mediterranean in the hot summer, along with the King of England and Mrs. Wallace Simpson. And it's based on a real voyage that King Edward and Wallace did take in 1936. 
So that was the summer before he abdicated from the throne and passed the throne to his brother. And it's kind of leading up to that, really. And there's an octopus on board, a very poisonous octopus and an opal. And when both go missing... Alice has got a big mystery to solve. Oh, I love it so much. Alice is becoming quite the detective. This is amazing. She is. Uh, so the book is out right now and everybody can grab it wherever they wherever they get books, basically. Mysteries at Sea, Peril at the Atlantic. Uh, thank you so much for telling us all about it. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on today. That was A.M. Howell. Oh my goodness, I loved how she wrote about the ship in the 1930s and it really transported me back to that moment in time. If you did enjoy this podcast and you do love your books, remember to tune into the Bookworms podcast for all of the latest book releases and exclusive author interviews. Peace.